Teresa Hildebrand, and this is Organized Chaos. We take a deep dive into living with intentionality, focusing on what's important in our lives so we can truly feel our best. It may feel chaotic at times, but with a little organization, the right mindset, and a ton of self-love, we can still thrive. Join me as we talk to other busy moms and experts who will share tips and strategies to help you reach your goals. Hope you enjoy this episode of Organized Chaos. Now, on to the show. Hey guys, I hope you're having an amazing day. And if not, I actually hope I can help you with that today. We're going to be talking about self-sabotage and understanding it and how you can keep it from happening. I'm excited to talk about this topic and I'm actually going to explain something that I've been learning through a life coach certification I'm currently going through. And it's something that's opened my eyes to some of the things that I have done in the past and continue to do, but it's given me awareness. And that is the whole point of this. So I'm not only learning how to be able to coach people in the future, but I'm also learning how to coach myself, which is the hardest person to coach. And if you haven't heard that episode with my husband, Mark, The Art of Self-Coaching, I definitely recommend you go listen to that. But this has given me the ability to visually see how my thoughts are creating these emotions, which lead me to certain actions that are giving me the results that I'm currently getting. So you may already see where this is going as far as self-sabotage. So first, I'm going to explain what self-sabotage is. So basically, it refers to behaviors or thought patterns that hold you back and prevent you from doing what you want to do. And sometimes we don't realize it. Actually, most of the time, we don't realize that we're basically tripping ourselves with the thoughts that we have in our head, which are leading to some of the actions that we do. And it's sometimes this vicious cycle. So what I'm going to do is first, I'll give you some examples of what that could be or what that could look like. But I'm also going to give you the the model so that you can visually see how you can stop yourself from taking on these behaviors that are keeping you stuck. Okay, so let me explain what this model is. So it's a process that leads from something that happens, a situation to the result that you get from that specific fact or situation or circumstance. Now that process goes from the actual situation that happens to the interpretation you have or the story that you create about that situation. So these are your thoughts, which interpret that situation. Then there is a certain feeling that you get from those thoughts, which lead you to either take certain actions or not take certain actions. And then that creates the results that you have. Now, there is a variable to this because our thoughts can create a specific story. So you can either choose to think thoughts that elevate you or that keep you stuck. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, I wouldn't choose thoughts that keep me stuck. But in reality, we do. Some of it is unconscious. 
It is just things that are in the back of our minds that we don't even realize we are thinking that are leading us down this path that we don't want to go. Now, how do we change this? How do we create thoughts that are not going to keep us stuck? How do we keep ourselves from self-sabotage? So one of the things is to just become aware of your thoughts. And this is what this particular model does. And once you become aware, you can make a conscious decision of thinking thoughts that elevate you or create a specific story that will actually benefit you. So I'll talk about how this used to look like in my life and actually still kind of pops up every now and then. And maybe you can relate to this. So I remember I used to think that people just didn't like me, that um, people wouldn't talk to me because, I don't know, they just didn't like me for whatever reason. And I started to look back once I actually went through this kind of method and thought about some of the times where I felt that way, I could think of why that led me to believe that people didn't like me. So when I was in school, I would um, think that, you know, people just didn't want to talk to me. I wasn't likable. And how that made me feel was withdrawn. So I thought, well, people don't like me why should I even try to make friends? So when I think about it, when I was going to school was, I would always sit in the back of the class. I would try to not sit around people. So if I ever had the chance, I would sit like at the very corner back of the room. So that was the action I was taking. I was sitting in the back of the room away from people. So that led to people not talking to me and not engaging with me. To other people, I probably wasn't very approachable because when you see somebody in the back corner of a room, you don't really want to talk to them. It's not very inviting. You're you're probably thinking, well, that person doesn't want to talk to anybody. If so, I'm not going to go talk to them. So I was literally manifesting what I was thinking, what I was fearing, because of course, I wanted to make friends. I didn't want to kind of be in a loner. So the important first piece here is what normally starts this whole process. And that is the situation. And normally the situation is basically a fact. It's not good or bad. It's just a fact. Everybody can agree on it. Because if there's debate, then that's a story, right? So we have to start with the fact. And in this particular situation, I would say that the fact was people didn't talk to me. Now, if I said people were being rude by ignoring me, then that would be my story. But the fact would be, okay, people are not talking to me. So then my story was people don't like me. And then I felt withdrawn. And when I feel withdrawn, I don't want to engage with people and I want to stay away from people. So then people don't talk to me because I'm like in the back corner. I'm not inviting. I, you know, wouldn't want to talk to anybody who seems to want to be alone. 
So that was this vicious cycle. And the story that I had in my head, the thoughts that I had in my head were literally creating the results that I was getting. And I actually still find myself doing this. But now that I'm aware of that, now that I'm aware that there are certain thoughts that I'll think that start to take me down this path I don't want to go, I can stop myself and I can create a new story. So this is how you flip that around. Okay, so now let's create a new story for that this particular example. So the fact always stays the same. Let's just say, okay, nobody talks to me when I go into the classroom. But then my new story is I want to make some friends and I want to talk to people. So I'll take that small step of sitting in the front of the class or maybe just sitting next to somebody. Then that's going to make me feel a little different. It's going to make me feel more engaged. When I feel engaged, I start a conversation. I introduce myself and I maybe pay more attention in class so I don't have to think about what other people think of me. I can get maybe more interested in the subject. And when I'm engaged and I'm more excited about the subject and I make conversations with other people, I make new friends and people talk to me. So I completely changed that whole method. That entire process was changed because I changed my thoughts. And the most important piece is that nothing changed other than my thoughts. Nobody came in and rescued me. Nobody changed the situation for me. Nothing outside of me changed. Just my thoughts. Okay, now let me give you another example. And I'm going to th go through this process again like I did with the, the first example. So I'm going to talk about the facts. I'm going to talk about the story, the feelings, the actions, and then what the results are. And one piece that I haven't talked about, um, and I'll probably talk about it in another episode, but when we're talking about our story, there is what's called the head voice or that story that is giving you the results that you don't want because it's coming from your head. It's coming from the, the thoughts that you have, maybe the subconscious thoughts that you have that are coming from your head. And when you change that, when you create a new story and a story that elevates you, thoughts that elevate you, it's coming from your heart. It's coming from what you truly feel and what you truly want. So just keep that in mind. So this example is your son gets a 40 on a math test and fails. Your story is that um, I must have not helped him enough. I'm a bad parent. Um, others are going to think I'm a total failure as a parent. So how does that make me feel? Well, it makes me feel embarrassed. And what are the actions I take? Well, I get angry. I talk badly towards my son and I talk badly towards myself. And I create this disconnection between me and my son. So what is the result of that? Well actually don't help him. I literally manifested not helping him and being disconnected from him. So my original story that I'm not helping him enough 
is actually true. So now let's use a different model. So like I said, the fact doesn't change. My son still got a 40 on his math test and he failed. So now my new story, this is coming from my heart and what I really want is that we've all failed at some point, right? And we learn from failures that is part of how we succeed. So this just means that he needs more help. And this gives me an opportunity to teach him that failure is part of life. And it's what he does after that, that really matters. So what kind of feeling does this create? Well, I feel excited. I, you know, I see what I can do to help him. I, I'll find him a tutor. I'll um, also teach him a lesson that failure is part of the process, and that we need to embrace that and that we learn from failure and that it's going to make him stronger. So what that resulted in was teaching him an important lesson that will go far beyond a single test. This is going to be, this is a true life lesson. It's going to help him for the rest of his life. So this entire method or this entire story that I created was just flipped simply because I chose to think thoughts that actually were going to benefit not just me, but him. So another thing I want you to keep in mind is, so there's two people in the story. There's me and then there's my son. So I can try and go down a new method or create a new story for him. But what I want you to do is when you're trying to do this, you do this for yourself, unless you're coaching somebody else, of course, and then you're completely out of the equation. And this is their story. But for this particular example, this was just, hey, th these are my thoughts, because of course, I can't implant thoughts into my son. So these are my thoughts, which are creating my feelings, which are resulting in the actions I'm going to take because I can't make another person do something. I only have control over my own thoughts and my own actions. Now, what I can do is if I've learned how to do this on myself, with his permission, I can teach him and walk him through his own story and feelings and actions and create the actual true story that he really wants because I'm sure he wants to ace the test or he just wants to get better so I can actually walk him through that because his story is going to be different than mine his feelings and his actions are going to be different as well so you're not only going to help him with your new story you know, creating these new actions, maybe getting him a tutor and teaching him that failure is part of the process. You can also help, or I can also help him through his own thoughts and creating a new story, which are going to lead him to the results that he wants. And maybe those results will be to get a better grade. So another thing that we can find ourselves doing when we're in the mode of self-sabotage is that it can feel like a cycle. It's this constant thing. Now, what that looks like in this method 
is that the actions that are resulting from the thoughts that you have is just you're just plugging it back in to that method. So you're going from your story to your feelings to the actions to the, you know, results that you get. And then because of the results that you get, you continue to think the way that you're thinking. And then you're going through this vicious cycle over and over and over again. So as far as stopping that, or minimizing that getting better at that is by changing that story. Because when you change the story, it's going to change everything that follows. And once you start getting really good at this, like I've, I've memorized these different parts of the method. Once you start getting good at it, you'll actually catch yourself in the process. So a lot of these examples are things that um, have happened in the past, and then you kind of reflect on it. But sometimes, if you keep practicing this, you'll find yourself in the middle of these thought patterns or thought process. And then you're gonna be like, wait, 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 I remember what happens when I start thinking this way, because I'm starting to get that feeling again. And that doesn't lead me down the path that I want. That just leads me down a rabbit hole. And I just continue to feel this way. So I'm going to stop myself, I'm going to think about this. And I'm going to choose to think differently. So this is about training your brain to become aware of some of those thoughts So you can create that new story and then lead you down the path that you want. So one other aspect to this is, okay, so you get better at avoiding self-sabotage. One other thing you can do is create an affirmation. So it's a constant reminder of, hey, I have thought this way or I've had this story in the past and I just don't want to go that path again. So I'm going to be proactive and create an affirmation that I can constantly think about so that it keeps me on that, that path that I want to be in. So let's go back to the example about your son getting a 40 on his test. So an affirmation can look like, um, because failure such an important part of success and I want to teach my son that valuable lesson as early as possible in his life I make sure I don't overreact when he fails I use it as an opportunity for him to grow and learn an important lesson that will help him in all aspects of his life so you're tackling a few things there but there were a couple of things that were in that particular example teaching your son a valuable lesson, and then also, you know, creating the right actions that you want to take. Now, this affirmation is pretty empowering, I think, because it gives you the ability to, to be that parent that you want to be. You want to be that parent that is there for their child, that is letting them grow, because you're you know, giving them an opportunity to experience what they're going to experience a lot in their lives. 
So you're not sheltering them, you're not protecting them so much that they're never going to get hurt or they're never going to fail. You're actually embracing that. And but you're giving yourself empowerment on that and saying, I'm, you know, I'm going to be able to, you know, have this as an opportunity to teach my son about failure. And then you're going to, you know, create the right actions for yourself, you're not going to overreact. Because the thoughts that you're going to have are not going to let that happen. So I hope that helped in understanding how we can sometimes create this self-fulfilling prophecy when we are thinking negative thoughts and we're thinking about thoughts that are just leading us to this cycle of, you know, just feeling bad about ourselves and not creating the actions that we want to take. I hope this gives you some clarity and encourages you to really stop and think about some of the things that you may be doing that are keeping you stuck. And that's all I have for today. But like I said, I hope this really gives you some clarity and I hope you can use it. Try it today. Try and uh, stop yourself when you're starting to feel like you're going down that path that you're like, oh no, here we go again. Just stop and think. And it's just about becoming aware. Just like, what am I thinking right now? Maybe even write it down. Like, what are my thoughts right now? And how is that making me feel? And if those feelings are negative, then stop yourself and go back to what's your story? What are you telling yourself? And then make some changes from there. Now, before I let you go, I'd really like to thank all of you who have been listening and have been sending me messages about these different episodes. I really appreciate that you are taking the time to listen and to learn. And I really hope these are helping you in, you know, various aspects of your life. So if you do like the show, please don't forget to subscribe or leave me a review and I will see you next week. Hey, if you love listening to the podcast, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. On iTunes, go to the show and scroll to the bottom underneath ratings and reviews and click on write a review. Thanks so much for listening and tune in to our next episode.